Hello, this is Lola Riley, and welcome to my podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Serial, which is another podcast put on by This American Life. Very popular podcast, made waves not only just among podcast listeners, but in recent years, the podcast has made waves in the education field. Teachers are starting to use Serial as a text in the language arts classroom. And this has created some controversy. Students begin to engage with a new form of text that is pushing the definitions of what it means to study a text in a literacy classroom. So we're going to get into that today. To start off, we have a couple of authors who have written on this topic, and we're going to just kind of get into their main arguments. Colette, Matt Colette, I should say, wrote a 2014 article um, called To Download or Not to Download. And he starts it off by saying, here's some news that ought to please Ira Glass. Serial is the new Shakespeare. He goes on to talk about how Michael Godsey, a high school teacher in California, went on to use the podcast in place of Hamlet and what that did for his classroom. Um, He goes on to talk about how this seems to be a pretty positive thing, especially according to Godsey. He said he's seen more engagement. He's seen a good alignment with the Common Core. You know, the Common Core is emphasizing nonfiction texts and using critical thinking. So we're seeing a lot of that being utilized through Serial. He also does note counter-arguments of, you know, it does seem to be teachers who are arguing that we we can't do away with Shakespeare. Um, Shakespeare gives us those classic, these timeless lessons about humanity. Um, So yeah, that was their argument. It's not a very strong one, but I think some people really are just so attached to the canon, it's hard to reason with them. So that's the first argument. Then it's actually Godsey himself, the high school teacher we mentioned, he wrote his own article in 2016 about podcasts and why he used Serial. So let's get into that next. In Godsey's article called The Value of Using Podcasts in Class, he states at the top that ironically, these podcasts can encourage students to read more. So that's basically his stance. He saw students more engaged, more excited about reading. Um, And you may be wondering right now, reading, what are they reading? Well, they are reading the transcript to the podcast along with the audio. So there is some reading involved. And Godsey actually goes into how he has seen this combination of audio and text be very powerful in his classroom and he's seen a lot what we would call successful reading events as the students hear the words they read the words and they may read ahead and be validated when they are correct in their predictions of the words and vice versa so there is this tendency for positive reading events to occur therefore kind of turning students on to reading in general as they see themselves becoming more proficient in a way that feels accessible and very fun, I would say. So that is what Godsey is talking about basically in his article, which, yes, I think this is an exciting development for literacy classrooms. I 
I think this is great stuff. And if we refer to the experts, we're going to see that they agree. So I want to get into Cooser. Stephen Cooser wrote a book called The Dimensions of Literacy. Very um, thorough 2014 edition, which goes into his system of what literacy actually means. And with this in mind, we see that... The use of cereal in the way Godsey, for example, is using it in his classroom is very much a literacy-rich experience for students, um, especially in the way that Kuser has constructed it. So I want to get into that. I want to read a bit of Kuser here. So Kuser talks about the four dimensions of literacy. That's his big thing in this book. And basically the four dimensions quickly they are linguistic cognitive sociocultural and developmental and they are all interconnected and they they rely on each other really to work so this is a big thing with kuser um if you want to be literate you need to know how to have command over all of these dimensions and as you can see in the serial podcast there is this sociocultural element as we have these main characters in the story who are not white. They are of different cultures. They are primarily Muslim in faith. Um, we're seeing people who are of different socioeconomic backgrounds. We are seeing people from immigrant backgrounds, and they are the main characters. So there is a chance for students to explore these different identities, whether they hold them or not. There is also a very strong sense of cognitive and linguistic um, elements here because we are having students who are listening and making meaning of this text and this audio and coming to their own conclusions on it. These own conclusions are where we get into critical literacy, which I want to get into another author who is very um, prominent on this subject. So critical literacy, we have Vasquez. She is a 2014 writer as well. She wrote about critical literacy, what that means, how it can be used in the classroom. And one of the main points I want to take from her article is that she troubles this idea of some texts being critical literacy texts and others not. She actually totally takes that idea and turns it on its head by saying that all texts can be read from a critical perspective. She notes that you can really ask questions and it's more about these questions that you ask rather than what text you are starting with. So some of those questions are, what is this text trying to do to me? Whose interests are marginalized or privileged by this text? Whose account of a particular topic or issue is missing? These questions are super salient to the format of Serial, where we have different perspectives shown and heard, and different parts of the story concealed or revealed later, and just putting together how that all shapes and paints the narrative in the reader's head as they are making this meaning this is what critical literacy is all about and arguably critical literacy is in so many words it's it's there in our common core standards so i want to get into the common core and how this connects to that so these are two common core standards taken directly from the common core official site that i believe 
reflected in the serial podcast. So first of all, we have number five in the grades nine and 10 standards. And this basically says you are going to analyze how an author's choice concerning how to structure a text, order events within it, and manipulate time creates such effects such as mystery, tension, or surprise. Yeah, this is 100% what Koenig does throughout the duration of Serial. She is giving us little bits of info, she's slowly introducing characters, and it's all crafted in just this very precise way, and you can feel this anticipation as you listen, and this desire to know what's going to happen next, or who's going to talk next, and what that's going to do for the story. So I would 100% say that this standard is met through listening to Serial. The next one is also for grades 9 and 10. Um, this one is analyze how complex characters develop over the course of a text, interact with other characters, and advance the plot or develop the theme. Once again, Serial really, I think, thrives because it requires all of these other voices to be heard. And in first-hand accounts, Sarah Koenig is very good about tracking down the people who were really there and getting their perspective. And in my opinion, this is almost more powerful than hearing different characters in a novel because these characters are constructed by one author in most cases. One author wrote all of these characters, but in the case of a nonfiction story like Serial, these are real people with their own motivations and inner worlds, and they really aren't connected by much besides their shared involvement in this one story. So I think this adds an additional element of interest and complexity to the story. 100% aligns with common core standards. I think this is a strong example of how podcasts as a format can be utilized in the classroom. So this podcast is called Poetry Unbound. It is put on by On Being Studios. They do a few other podcasts as well. One of the biggest one is just called On Being by Krista Tippett. So yeah, Poetry Unbound. It hasn't been going for too long. I think maybe a year. But yeah, it's an amazing podcast. They read one poem every time. And they read it right at the beginning. Then they give you an analysis on it and an interpretation and some background on the poet's life. And then they read it again at the end. And it's just the format is wonderful. And it really does allow you to appreciate this poem in a very rich and deep way. I highly recommend it for any literacy teachers out there who are looking to diversify their modalities of teaching literacy. An episode that I would recommend to start with is called A Poem for the Space Between Us. It is just a beautiful poem, well read, and I think it could be a strong discussion leading example um, of how we can benefit from an author's perspective and their voice. Because, I mean, in the example of the poem, you are hearing it from one perspective at the beginning and from another at the end with the new information. So very powerful. Thanks for listening. And have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you.